Hi, this is Jamie, and today let's talk about um, some things that we can do that are helpful for people going through withdrawal. So I'm kind of speaking to friends and family. Um, I will also kind of mention some helpful things that I found to be um, helpful for me to people who are actually going through withdrawal. One thing, if you are actually withdrawing right now, or you're about to withdraw or taper off of a benzodiazepine, I really recommend that you listen, that you watch, that um, there's some good things I think that will be helpful for you as you begin because it's really important to be, I think, it's really important to be prepared as much as you can, as much as you can be prepared. And so one thing I recommend for people who are actually going to be withdrawing or currently withdrawing is to try and have a group of people that um, you are going to kind of have be your tribe specifically for this withdrawal. So find some people that you respect, that you trust, that you feel safe around, who are close um, and who love you, hopefully, <laughs> or maybe they don't, but either way, if they can be useful. And so that you can talk to them about, okay, what it's gonna possibly look like, although you won't have all the answers, you won't know exactly how it's gonna look like, you're gonna wanna try to get these people ready and see if they are available to, um, to you to make sure that, let's say you're having a really bad day. All right, I got a list of five people who I already told I would be calling them if I'm having a bad day. I'm gonna call one of them, or I'm gonna reach out, or maybe you've already told your people to reach out to me on these days at this time. Just send out a text, send out a letter, I don't even know what you do, send out whatever, and reach out to that person. And that way it's planned. I mean, I think that's actually a really good idea to maybe if you have a group of five to seven people or two people, I don't know, give them a specific days. Hey, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, reach out to me at this time. or. Let's make sure to have a reoccurring time together, like a date or a Skype session or whatever, or coffee, whatever. Just see that if you can have something scheduled, that way you know you're going to see people and that's good. Um, and also let them know and be honest um, with them and be humbled that, <laughs> be humble um, and say, hey, I'm gonna need some help and this is why I need you. This is why we are going to um, have this type of relationship right now because I'm going through a very, I'm about to, or I am going through a really bad thing and I'm going to need support. So it's okay to ask for help. It's hard. No one wants to ask for help, um, but it's okay because we all need it at one point in our lives and most people who love you and care about you want to help you. So there's good intention. Um, Yes, so the one thing I do recommend if you're about to withdraw or you are withdrawing and you don't really have someone, take a, a little bit of a step back if you can and make a group, find a group, find some group of people or family or friends or I don't know, enemies, whoever is available and can help you. Find those people because you're going to need them. Um, I think that's gonna be really helpful also. For people who are friends and family of those who are going to withdraw, I really highly recommend that um, you do a few things. First of all, reach out. Second of all, um, be present. 
Third of all, let them know that they are seen and validate them for what they're feeling because for them, it's gonna be reality. For you, it might sound weird. It might sound crazy. It might sound whatever you think it sounds like, but for this person, it's their reality in the moment. And they may not have the best vocabulary to describe it, or um, they may be having a hard time putting like words together. I don't know, it just depends. But so one thing is to reach out. Reach out by card, by social media. I mean, social media is huge, right? Like, let's not complain about it. Let's use it and say, I'm going to reach out to these people because I don't know how they're feeling. And I know they're going through a rough time. So that's a really good way to do it. Another way, phone call. Show up to their house, bring them a meal, bring them dessert. I don't know, bring them some sugar, bring them flowers, take them on a walk, go get coffee. I mean, decaf, if they're drinking caffeine, if they're not, something else. Um, yeah, take them out in the sun. That's super helpful. Just go and help them to feel grounded because that is going to be important. Them to be feeling grounded is so important. Like for me, I love to be around people and I need to be around people now because for me, it grounds me. It allows me to have a conversation and be like, oh, we're having a normal conversation. I feel normal. <laughs> I feel like a human. Look, we're talking and it's good. And so that's a good thing. That's very grounding. Um, and it takes my focus off of what I'm feeling and what I'm thinking. Oh man, it's helpful. It really is. It's like, let's just talk about other things that other humans talk about. <laughs> so it's good. It's really good. So you want to be present. Um, in that reaching out, it kind of combines, but be present, make sure to check on them. If you get a feeling something's not right, go with your gut, give them a call, give them a text. Um, reach out to someone who is close to them. If they have a significant other, husband, wife, whatever, reach out to them and say, hey, how is this person doing? You know, I know she's kind of said she was having a rough time. How is she doing? Sometimes people who live in the same house or apartment or whatever, they have a better chance of maybe describing the situation. Be like, hey, I don't know, she's been in her room and she doesn't really want to talk and she hasn't eaten. And okay, so maybe that gives your friend or whoever, if you're reaching out, okay, now I know they're really not doing good. That's why I didn't hear from them. Keep reaching out, try to be present, show up at their house. It's okay. It, I don't feel like for the most part, it'll be unwelcomed. I'm just saying that if you show up and you care, um, it's gonna be received, I think, in a very good way, honestly. Um, so I just recommend that, be present um, in these people's lives as much as you can. Um, also, of course, I don't remember what the third thing I said, I'll have to remember that, but one thing that I do, um, think is important as well, which was um, very good for me, is to um, to listen. For someone um, who is friends or family, just listen. And if you don't understand, that's okay. Chances are they don't also understand that well what's going on. It's new symptoms, new feelings, new all kinds of new things, and it's scary, and it's lonely. And so, I recommend that uh, you just agree and validate and 
and acknowledge their reality. And if you don't understand, that's okay. You can say, I don't understand, but I love you anyway. Or I don't understand, but I'm just gonna be here for a while, if that makes you feel safer. Or you don't even have to talk about it. You can just sit next to them and watch Netflix. You can sit next to them and I don't know, you can joke around, have fun, I don't know, do things that normal people do. And if they feel like they want to complain and talk, that's fine. In the moment, pretty much they'll let you know what they need for the most part. If they need to vent, they'll vent. And someone who can listen is of great value. Um, always, that's always a great value. But for someone who's going through withdrawal, it, it's good to have someone who can listen and who cares. So anyway, that's a few things. Um, also, I wanna to touch on just like some sensitive things here because there are, depression is a major symptom, um, like a major one, and I'm familiar with it. In the, if you notice your friend who's withdrawing, that, it, I don't know, doing some strange things or not acting normal, or maybe they're acting way, um, I don't know, really good, but it kind of came out of nowhere. I don't know. You just gotta notice when things are changing because maybe it's a good time to reach out. Or if you find you haven't heard from them, oh, please do not go days without connecting with these people. Yep. Yeah, so listen, have an open mind with them. Um, understand that, again, they won't always understand what they're going through and they can't always verbalize it well. So being a good listener is of great value. And I, again, can't remember. Oh yeah, that's another symptom. You can't remember things. <laughs> I think I mentioned that before. Oh man, I'm really bad at it now. But um, yeah, so there's a few things that I think would be helpful for people who are going through withdrawal and for friends and family. Um, it's not easy and Consider it a privilege to be a part of someone's life when they ask you to be a part of their life in a very specific way. It means that they trust you and they love you and they feel honestly safe with you and that you can help them. Um, familiarize yourself as much as you can with the withdrawal process, process um, because the more that you know, maybe the more you can help your friend um, or family member who's going through this. Yeah, I, I just think it's important to talk about it. I know other people have talked about it and done videos and it's so appreciated um, because, I mean, it also is good for people to know like what they're getting into, people who are about to withdraw and people who haven't and but their friend or family is. And yeah, so I hope this helps. If you have any other thoughts or ideas on maybe some things that have helped you um, or questions about how I can help with these particular, with any particular thing, please let me know. Write it down below. Put out your thoughts and ideas because that way people can read them as well. And I appreciate you all and um, yeah, thank you.